Welcome back to If It Had Not Been Podcast. This is your host, Miss Olivia Wright. Thank you for joining. Um, if it's your first time, welcome. For those returning, welcome back. All right. Uh, this podcast is inspired by Psalm 124.1. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, right? If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, we remember God's deliverance, his mercy, his goodness, his love, his healing, his blessing, his grace, what he has done. Psalm 124 is a Psalm of David, King David, and uh, he was reminding God's people of God being on their side and what he had brought them through. The adversity, the trials, the tribulations, the enemies that they faced and so we want to do that as well. And then also Revelation 12, 11, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. And so we know we overcome the enemy by the testimony that we have. Amen. How we've over been overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb, the blood of Jesus. And so when we share our testimony and speak to what God has done for us, Amen. The enemy gets upset. Amen. The enemy will flee because we represent God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything therein, the God who formed man out of the dust of the ground and the woman out of the rib of man. I can go on and on and on, uh, but nonetheless, that is the inspiration for this podcast, and so we move forward to say that um, God is good. Uh, the journey of salvation and walking in Christ and choosing God and not myself and not others um, is a blessing because it is him who knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb, not you, <laughs> not your neighbor, but God. And so I trust God. Because he has predestined me um, before the foundations of the world to be at this, in this moment, uh, who I am um, at this time of my life and the season of my life. And so um, today's topic, I really want to just go off the heart here and um, just something pressing. Um keeping the faith, right? Keeping the faith. And I just want to tell you to keep the faith. Now you would say, well, why would you say keep the faith? Um, it's important. We always want to remind ourselves now that we're in Christ, something we need to do, um, something that needs to be embedded in all of us. Uh, every day that we go out our door, we are faced with choices. Um, we are faced with, um, adversity and trials and, in 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 certain instances of life, but we are experiencing life and we know that the word of God, um, is the sword of the spirit and is that in which feeds our spirit man, right? The Holy spirit that is within us to allow us to be molded and shaped in that into the image of Christ, allow us to mature and become what God has called us to be in the kingdom of God. 
and his kingdom. And so a part of this journey, we have to keep the faith, right? We, we have to hold on to the faith that we have in Christ Jesus. Okay. Um, you know, one of my, probably one of the easier scriptures because it's just so plain that it's just, it's just something you always want to consider, but we want to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding and all our ways, acknowledge him and he will make our path straight. And so we want to trust in the Lord. Okay. That's an example of keeping the faith. I'm not trusting in man. I'm not trusting in myself. I'm not trusting in my money. I'm not trusting in the possessions that I have in my social network and my social status and that in which I've acquired here on earth that is not going with me when I go home to heaven, but I'm trusting in the Lord. Okay. That's keeping the faith. And there can be times if you're faced with financial struggles, if you're faced with um, uh, difficult people in situations in your life, maybe family matters, uh, maybe friendships, right? You can trust in that of those things and even your own mind in navigating those situations. But we want to trust God with all of our heart. Amen. In all situations and go to God and seek him in those matters to ensure that we are allowing him to make straight our paths so we don't go off the course. It's very important. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We can't see God. Um, we can't see Jesus. Um, but we believe, right? And we have faith in that in which we believe that is of God. Amen. So very important because life will come at you in so many different, uh, angles. Okay. And the enemy is seeking whom he may devour. The enemy is set out to kill, steal, and destroy, right? And so we have to expect that we will be, uh, there will be attempts to divert us, to distract us, uh, to entice us, because uh, we are enticed away by our own lust. So enticement, right? Uh, the enemy is deceptive to deceive us out of what God has for us to deceive us into making the wrong choices and decisions based off of our emotions rather than what the word says and what God has said. So we got to keep the faith. Keeping the faith is a minute by minute walk. Okay. We know we say, New mercies I see today. Yes, yes, I, yes, indeed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The new mercies you see every day, but keeping the faith is minute by minute. Uh, you ever gone through the day and you may have started off in the morning 
praying and reading the word, listening to sermons and just starting your day off with God, which is absolutely amazing. It's a great spiritual discipline. It's absolutely necessary. But have you done that? And then as you got further along in the day, you just totally forgot about all of that and just something else came about and your day is taking you different places and spaces and of that nature. Has that ever happened, right? Well, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. When I say minute by minute, that distraction can come in easily. And I'm not saying that we have to, uh, every second and every time just, um, you know, be studying the word and all of those things. We have schedules we have to keep. We have places we have to be and people we have to social, you know, socialize with and things that have to get done. But we have to be able to keep the faith enough to bring the faith in our minute by minute walk. What I love about King David, especially when I'm reading the Psalms and also when I'm reading about his story and how before he went to battle, and obviously someone would say, well, if I'm going to go to battle, I would do the same thing. Well, he taught me something about going before God when big decisions and even small decisions have to be made, right? God, what do you want? God, what, what is this something I should do? Do I have victory on the other side of this thing? Right. And waiting on God to respond and not in the ways that we necessarily want him to, because that's what we are used to, but not boxing God in and how he may respond to our petition and request before him, but really opening ourselves to him and all that he is because he is mighty. He is powerful. Uh, and our minds cannot encompass all that he is. That's the beauty of this journey is when you think you know God. <laughs> right? Then life happens, uh, experience comes, and then you, you're revealed other things about God in, in, in some of his ways and, and things of that nature. So keeping the faith right? Keeping the faith on the job, keeping the faith and pertaining to your family matters, keeping the faith as it pertains to your, your current day and how it's going and how it may end. Amen. Keeping the faith about your children and what God has for them, keeping the faith about your spouse, right? And how, what God has for them and working for them, keeping the faith about your ministry, that God has called you to the call he has on your life, the anointing that he's given you, what he's put on your heart to do and where to serve and how to serve, keeping the faith, knowing that what has come from God and who God says that he is, I believe it. And I hold fast to that so that I'm not deceived out of what God has for me. First Corinthians 16, 13 says, be watchful, Stand firm in the faith. Act like men, be strong, be strong, stand firm on your convictions. Keep the faith about what God has said. Amen. We want to be watchful and we want to stand firm in the faith. See, 
when I think about Adam and Eve and what happened with Eve in the garden and how the serpent came and deceived her by using the word of God. Um, when I think about that moment, when I think about what this scripture just told us as to be watchful, right? I mean, the, 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 the form, the, the form of the serpent probably threw her by surprise, right? You know, and if it happened to Eve, it can happen to any of us. And so she probably thought nothing of this serpent and was just having the conversation. But the point is, is she was deceived. So we always want to be watchful, right? We want to keep the faith, standing firm in that faith and what we believe God to be and not letting anything knock us off of that. Um, I just really wanted to speak to this because sometimes we lose the faith. Sometimes holding on to it may seem impossible. You know, dealing with the loss of a loved one sometimes can can shake your faith, right? Dealing with matters of your children, you know, and their path and the rebellious children and the decisions they're making, um, it can shake your faith, right? Um, dealing with a loved one, like a spouse, right? Um, maybe you're dating, maybe you're married, but walking through that assignment and that ministry with your spouse in terms of being married, in terms of dating to be married, right? And walking that out in faith that you're not leading to your own understanding, but in all your ways, you're acknowledging God and letting him direct your path right? It could be in the workplace, you know, maybe uh, in terms of promotion, in terms of mobility, in terms of getting to that position that you desire, right? Uh, maybe dealing with difficult co-workers or even management, we got to keep the faith, right? But in those moments, your faith can be shaken up by what your manager has said or what your peers may have said about you or what uh, those who would see you coming into a new position being interviewed, right? All of those things, right? Maybe the paycheck isn't, isn't what it needs to be, right? Maybe you're dealing with pay inequity, right? So many things that we deal with in the workplace Europe can, can shake your faith right? Family matters, family drama, right? People you've grown up with, people that you learn to love over time and watch grow up with you. Um, you, you form a bond and sometimes in those bonds, you can get disappointed. Sometimes people go their separate ways and uh, families grow distant, but keeping the faith, keeping the faith that yes, you, if you're single, you may be physically by yourself, but you are not alone. And the Lord is your shepherd that you shall not want. Those situations can shake your faith. 
well, God knows that I'm alone and, and I don't have a significant other and I desire that significant other. I don't know if I can hold on to this faith very long. I think I just want to go out there and try to find somebody on my own because I'm really tired of being alone. That can shake your faith. But what does the word say? What has God said about what he wants for your life or predestined for you? You know, what is it that God has asked you to do in order to get what he has for you? Because I believe that God will provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory. That's what the word says. The Lord is my shepherd that I shall not want, that I can make my petitions known to him. Amen. That I can ask and receive and believe and find and knock and the door will be opened unto me. That's what the word says. So I have to, what, keep the faith. Because God's promises are yes and amen. I need to keep the faith. I need to keep the faith not only for me, because this walk is a selfless walk. It's not I that live, but Christ that lives in me, but for my those that are witnessing my journey. Those that are watching me. Those that are even watching me and wanting me to fail, wanting me to fall in this walk. Amen. Because the enemy don't want you to be successful in salvation. The enemy does not want you to keep the faith. The enemy wants you to go about things the enemy's way, your flesh way. The enemy wants to entice you away and make you believe that this will actually work better. Enemy wants you to take shortcuts. Enemy doesn't want you to use your free will to believe God and to choose God and to continue to walk with God daily, minute by minute, hour by hour, week by week, month by month, year over year. So, in conclusion, We know Hebrews 11 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. (sighs) Don't we want to be rewarded for continuously seeking God and telling that enemy no? Telling our flesh no? Amen. It's just, just look at, listen to all the goodness I just read. It's impossible to please him without faith. We have to have it. It's part of the journey. It's, it's, it's reality. Whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, that he is real and that he will reward those who seek him. We need the faith. Keep the faith. Hold on to the faith in what you believe and what you have believed. Don't let the enemy take away what God has given you. And to finish concluding, because I know I said that, um, Mark eleven twenty four says, whatever you desire, you pray. You believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Um, that's faith. 
right? Whatever it is that we desire, we need to go to God before him on that and believe that he has already taken care of it. Regardless of what anyone else is saying, regardless of what has been established, what has been written in terms of man in the world, we have to believe God. That's the choice we need to continue to make every day through every circumstance, through every situation. It's practice, right? But every time we practice, every time we say yes to God, um, we get stronger and we get mature and we get testimonies. Um, just a quick testimony and I'm out of here. Um, I had recently relocated, um, to another state. So I was in my hometown for years, decades. And, um, as a little girl, I always wanted to see other parts of the country. I had this desire to um, travel. And I know I would take trips with um, my grandfather and my mother when I was younger. We took a few trips too, but I always enjoyed going out and seeing another part of the country. And so I just remember to fast forward um, as a little girl wanting to do that. And then there was a moment in time where, where I'm currently living, I, God had showed me this and had me laid eyes on it a decade ago. And I really was so enamored and it was embedded in my heart when I laid eyes on this land and this territory that I'm in now. It never left me. And I would think about it, but I didn't have the faith that it could happen. And I would think about it. I would talk about how I want to do it. Then it would go away and then it would come back. Then it would go away. It wasn't until a year and a half ago that it came back around. But this time being in it, being in Christ, when it came to mind, I believed it. <laughs> I had faith that it was going to manifest and come into fruition. I just believed it. I believed, one, that God put it in my heart and back on my mind. I believed God was, was speaking to me. Amen. We got to be listening. We got to be uh, seeking God so we'll know when it's him. But it didn't just come by happenstance and just because. And when I believed God for it and I put my faith into action, making a random trip, wasn't planned at all. I just said, I'm just going to go. And God laid it on my heart through a, another individual to do it, and I did it. And lo and behold, from that first trip that I made, God had everything lined up for me to the point where I could relocate in 30 days. And why I'm sharing this testimony because I believed God for it. I had faith in what was happening. I had faith in God and what he was doing. And I kept the faith. It didn't matter the market that was going on at the time where 
you know, it was hard to get a, a home and it was more complicated to find a place where you could rent that was affordable. I didn't think about where I was going to live, although I had a preference. I didn't think about how I was going to get my car registered or any of that. I just knew that God was going to make a way. And in 30 days, I was relocated. And I had to give up some things in order to get it. But what I gave up is nothing compared to what I have gained. And although I had individuals who were not happy about the move and didn't understand it and may have misinterpreted it for something else, um, who thought I was insane for leaving another job for another job and just moving, like I gave up so much. And I would not have known what was on that other side if it had been for God allowing me to peer over that mountain a decade ago. But I believed in the little glimpse that I saw that there was something there. But once I put that faith into action and once I was in Christ, that word had matured me. We take that for granted sometimes, but it did a marvelous work within me and my heart. And when God opened up that door, I said, oh my goodness, I get to cross over to Jordan. <laughs> so my testimony in that and sharing that is the difference was I actually believed it. I believed God for what he was doing, the thought he put in my mind, the thought he put in my heart, right? I was seeking him and, and walking with him every step of the way. Lord, is this what you want? Lord, is this where you want me to live? Lord, is this, is this the home? Is this the neighborhood? Is, is this even the job? Is this the church? All of that, taking God with me, but we have to keep the faith. It is such a rewarding, rewarding opportunity that we have as disciples, as we have as children of God, the heir of the promises of God, God's chosen people. So I hope this is encouraging and inspiring you and that you uh, will seek God in prayer for that in which you need the direction, the vision, um, the heart change or uh, the rest restoration power. But keep the faith through whatever it is that you're facing. Hold on to God. His promises are yes and amen. And he has plans to prosper, not to harm, but to give hope in the future. All right, until next time, thank you for joining. This again is Miss Olivia Wright, your host for today. And this is If It Had Not Been Podcast. Until next time, keep the faith.